Hello and welcome to another edition of AM Quincy. I'm Joe Catalano and today we're pleased to be chatting with uh, Quincy Ward 4 City Council candidate Matthew Lyons, who was on the ballot for the January 17th preliminary election to fill the Ward 4 Council seat for uh, the next year. And uh, we want to learn a little bit more about him and about his uh, candidacy and his platform. So um, Mr. Lyons, it's very nice to meet you. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. It's great to meet you too, Joe. Yeah, this is great. Tell us a little bit about the Matthew Lyons story, if you could. Well, my name is Matthew Lyons. I was uh, born in Huntington, New York. Uh, my dad, I'm the youngest of seven kids. My dad uh, worked in Manhattan for years and then we moved to Chicago. And then we ended up moving to Marshfield in 1972, and I went to Marshfield Public Schools, and uh, my dad unfortunately passed away in 1981. And uh, we moved, my mom sold the house in Marshfield and moved to, back to Quincy. My mother grew up on Campbell Street in Quincy. Uh, I'm a fourth generation Ward 4 resident. Uh, we trace our ancestors back to Ward 4 from the mid-1800s. Uh, we found my great-grandfather's uh, naturalization papers from 1875. His name was, of course, was Matthew, Matthew John Lyons as well. Um, in 1875, he was 13 years old. Uh, my, I have a, my family history of working in the, in the uh, quarries. Um, my great-grandfather, Daniel McDougall, passed away in an accident in the, working in the quarries mm -hmm. back in the 1800s. Um, my grandfather, Paul Lyons, ran the rail yard where right about where Curry Hardware is now, mm -hmm. and where they'd bring the granite down from the, from the, on the railway coming down, and they'd ship it down to the Neponset River and ship it out. And my grand, grandfather, Paul Lyons, ran that for years. Um, and my grandmother, Margaret McDougall Lyons, was born in 1899 on Grove Street. Wow. And she uh, became a union telephone operator um, at 16 years old in 1915. Uh, she was in the first strike of the history of the IBEW. Uh, it was all the operators in the northeast of, Ma of the country, and they all went out on strike. Before the women had the right to vote, uh, they won the strike, but the men didn't back them, so they ended up leaving and starting their own uh, union. And it's kind of been a, a base for my career. I, uh, I went to Northeastern University. I didn't finish. Um, I ended up by Martin Luther King Day in 1986. I, stepped on the property at New England Telephone and uh, I, got, I was finally hired in 1987 and I've been there for 35 years for what's now Verizon. Oh, wow. um, I've been a 35-year member of the IBEW, Local 2222 in Boston, um, and uh, held different leadership roles in that. And uh, right now I'm the legislative director for IBEW 2222 and you know I've worked on campaigns for years. Mm. I uh, worked on Congressman Lynch's first campaign when he first ran for state rep in, out of South Boston and then for state senate and then for I remember working uh, on his campaign the day of the 9-11 right. 2001 uh, and he won. Uh, I've been a big supporter of the congressman ever since um, and uh, and so it's it's I've had a, a entire career of representing working class families and and workers and so this has always been my North Star and always will be. Um, I, I always believe that union work, union contracts and union unions themselves, they, they're, they're setting standards and setting for pay, benefits and safety 
And uh, if there wasn't anybody to setting those standards, then there wouldn't be any standards. So there's a definitely a place for it, and, uh, and uh, I'm a true advocate for it. So is the uh, is the Lions turning mill part of your family heritage? So I don't know. And oh, okay. So I, my mother's maiden name is also Terrell, and the, oh. the Ter they call it in Quincy they call it the Terrell room. Yes. But my family always pronounced it Terrell. Okay. But it's the same spelling, and uh, we've had rumors. You know, you hear stories, but you know, as generations pass on, you just that you don't know what's what's what. Or uh, I would imagine that there's relations somewhere in yeah. the Lions to that but I don't know for sure. Okay. I'd like to find out though. Yeah, I, I'm sure you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, uh, you've worked on campaigns, yes. but is this the first time you've actually run for elective office? It is. Office? It, is. it okay. is. So I worked with Brian, uh, helped Brian get elected and uh, worked hard with him and he's a, somebody I consider a friend and uh, when he told me he was uh, stepping down, I, I thought, you know, if there was a seat, then this would be the one. I mean, where my family goes back for, far. I'm related to the McDonald's of, the, of West Quincy as well, and Buddy McDonald had served as, um, as Ward 4 City Councilor, mm. I believe, in the 70s. Um, so my, mother, my mother's sister, Bernie, was married to my Uncle Tom McDonald, who okay. had the insurance agency on uh, Willard Street. Just great man, really one of my heroes in life. And, mm. uh, so I know that he'd be proud and he'd want me to run, and so it's one of those things that I, I jumped at the opportunity. Well, you were actually the very first one to announce a candidacy I was. for this position. Yeah, yeah you filed I, your campaign finance reports right away. I did. Yeah. I, I also I was committed to it early because you know, for years working with uh, union people running for office, and I'd always encourage people to run, mm. and then I kind of thought, you know, well. You can't tell people to run and not run for yourself oh. when, when you have the opportunity. Okay. And there was an opportunity. It is a special election. Right. It's not like I'm running for running against somebody. Brian, I, I would never run against. So uh, it was just a, a the opportunity came and I and I did it. And then in August, I was redistricted out of the ward four. So oh. <laughs> to be totally honest with everybody and after being in Ward 4 since 1986. Yeah. So they redistricted and they cut that one sliver right out, right up, including my building oh. at 64 Willard. So I moved and I moved to Center Street and uh, I'm single, no, no family, okay. no, no wife and kids. So it was easier for me to move and make that commitment. So I did and, and so now I'm running. So now you're qualified? I'm qualified, yeah. Okay. Would you run for the full two-year term? I will. You will? Yes. If you win, okay. Yes. So let's talk about what was it, other than uh, the fact that it's in your family history, that motivated you to, to run? What's going on in Ward 4 that you like that you don't like? Well, there's a, there's a few things. There's, uh, as I've gone through the, the neighborhoods, I hear a lot more and a lot of, about and the traffic. Of course, you know, when you look at Ward 4 and how it's situated, you have two different parts of Ward 4, where the highway cuts right down mm -hmm. the middle. And then you have all these neighborhoods on the other side. And then you have the neighborhoods on the Quincy side of the, of the highway. And, um, you know, it's, we're an easy target. And, and, you know, some people don't want to talk about the traffic. They think it's an issue. But the traffic is really an issue, and it gets worse and worse all the time. And yet it's not just that, the, that Google Maps and Waze is sending people through these neighborhoods. But, you know, they, they go, they, the streets can't handle those. You know, you, some of these streets, you know, they could be 10, 15 feet wide, and you have cars flying at a high rate of speed up some of them. So, I mean, that, that, that's definitely an issue. Uh, the development mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in the ward is, 
you know, Quincy is an attractive place to develop, and it's and it, I'm certainly not being the union guy. I'm certainly not anti-development, but I I think there's a responsibility that needs to be uh, put into play for the uh, residents and the abutters of, of Ward Four, and uh, they, they should have some say in it as well. You shouldn't just be able to, you know, I, I work in the city. I've, I've worked. I'm a fiber splicer for Verizon in the city. And oh, so you're up on the lines in the, I, in the bucket I'm, trucks? I am. I'm okay. in a, and we bring in the cables out of the holes. Before it was fiber, we were, we were down in the holes right. and made do much dirtier job. But, yeah. uh, but I've seen how they develop in Boston and some of the stuff in, in, in Quincy as well. And I just think there should be some responsibility to it as well. You know, we, we're, we're a city that's growing. We're situated very close to, the, to Boston. Mm. Real estate values have all gone up a great deal, and it's good for us. Uh, but I think there needs to be a governor put on some of it as far as the overdevelopment and, uh, and where and how we're going to be building. So how would you do that, Mr. Lyons? I, I don't have all the answers okay, for that. Okay. I definitely want to... Uh, I, I, I know that there's like, as far as like the traffic stuff, mm. I know I hear from things from the ward, people in the ward, but I know that there's also been uh, studies done, and I'd like to take a look at some of those studies and what we've had. There's signs put up for a lot of these streets where you can take this left turn or take that right turn, and you can't take that ride at certain hours of the day. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all well and good, but I hear back from a lot of the people on some of those streets that it just doesn't work a lot of times. So I, I don't know exactly. I, I would be lying to you if I came and said that I have all the answers. Mm -hmm. But I, what it, my approach to all of it would be to gather as much information, find out what those studies had, had come up with in the past, maybe do some more studies for them now, and try to come up with some, some ways that would make the board people a little happier than they are now. Yeah. Do you think the city's current zoning regulations are adequate to handle the new development that's coming into the city? I think some of them are, and okay. I think some of them are, could be updated. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, again, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I know everything about all the zoning laws, uh, but I, I, I know I've looked into it a, a little bit, but mm. uh, I'm willing to learn more about the zoning laws. Okay. Do you think that the current administration, um, you know, has enough public presence, if you will, or or transparency to make sure folks know what's going on in the city? I think the administration does to to their to what their responsibility is. Yeah. I think a lot of it is uh, on the ward councilors to come out and make sure that the people know that these meetings are being held mm -hmm. and to uh, try to advocate for the people that are in their concerns, thoughts and concerns. There is really no active civic association in Ward 4. There right? really isn't. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not, it's not like, the, you know, in some of, the, some of the wards. Ward 1, I know, is really very active yep. and very huge. And that's something I would love to be able to develop and try to build up a little bit better. Um, and it's, it's a problem at first, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think it's to get people together and, and to get them to participate. When I've, I've been on strike five times mm. against uh, Verizon and other variations of whatever they call them. And one of the things I always used to say to people on the picket line is that you have to participate in your own survival. Mm. So I think that's true as well as far as citizens that have thoughts and concerns about what's going on in there. It's one thing to yell at your elected official. It's another thing to get involved and to, to come and make a difference as yeah. well. And I'd like to try to, you know, recruit people that are going to be involved in 
be active as well. Yeah. Do you think the ward needs kind of a central location, public meeting space? If well, that would be great. To, to I think that. I've been to the uh, the new community center on, on uh, Copeland Street, mm -hmm. which is it's a fantastic brand new facility, uh, long overdue. Mm. I know that they were all over at the, uh, uh, the where it's a daycare, daycare center now on Nightingale. Yes. They were there for a while, and they were there on the corner of uh, on, um, Granite Street and, and, and Copeland Street and Water Street. Uh, but this is a great new location. I sat down with uh, Kristen and um, Bethann. Yeah. Yep. And and they were they gave me the tour of the place, and they was it's really a a, a great new facility, and there is a room there that mm -hmm. we can we could use for that, and I would definitely want to do that for sure. Okay. Okay. I think the, the we're looking at the ward too, and you know walking th walking the streets, and you know for years you drive drive through the main drives, and you don't see a lot of the back roads and there are a lot of back roads that go way further than I ever knew. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so like uh, sometimes some of those neighborhoods back in the uh, off the Furnacebrook Parkway and the Blue Hill Blue Hill going up to the sure. <laughs> in those neighborhoods, even uh, down off Center Street, and uh, so I think that we, you know to get people out and participating, I think is important. Mm -hmm. One of the big issues right now in Ward 4, as you know, is um, the plans to lease uh, Granite Lanks to yes. Core Heels Associates for 99 years. Yes. How do you feel about that? I don't know about the, the time length of it. Okay. Um, I, I know it's 99 years, but I think this it's a common practice as well. I think that he, it's, it, was, uh, it was already leased to him for a, a, a long time, and it's... and. Uh, and I, I don't know. I don't know what the what the alternative if they if we are we're to be against that. I'm not sure what the alternative is to that. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I know that the, the the city makes pretty good profit off it right now. I know that it's so it's, you know, if you're going to have somebody else running it, I think it's a, a good thing. One of the big issues that was brought up during that whole proposal was the the intersection of Rashuti Drive and Willard Street. Definitely a problem. Okay. I think it's a problem right now as it is. I think just the other night there was an accident there. A car speeding down Rashidi Way and yes. ended up almost on the highway. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, there's there there's issues there now, and I know that there's some uh, the state regulations that are have some kind of uh, restraints on mm -hmm. what you can do there, but there's got to be a better way for that. There's got to be, and it, you know, uh, there's talk of putting a hotel up in that area mm -hmm. as well. And you know, if you're going to have a hotel up there, this is going to increase the increase the traffic as it is, and the traffic can be pretty bad coming in and coming out on the, the heavy hours, the heavy traffic hours. Um, so there needs to be something done there. I, I, whether, whether it's like a, a tunnel and an overpass or bridge going up to that road, I don't know. I, we, we need to find something that's work, that will work better than that. Okay. Um, can we talk a little bit about taxes? Um, do you feel that Quincy taxpayers are getting their money's worth? I, I actually do. Okay. I think it's. Uh, I know it's 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 a burden for like a lot of senior citizens who, who own their houses and they're on fixed incomes. That's definitely a problem because uh, you don't want them to to have to leave their house. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and so there's. I don't. You know, there should be some something in place to help the senior citizens stay where they raise their families and they bring their grandchildren over to their houses. And I have fond memories of going to my grandparents' house and. They no reason why they should they should leave their houses. Um, I think there's there's been a lot of work done in the city, and those taxes have actually helped 
regenerate, reju rejuvenate downtown Quincy mm. as well as other areas. Uh, we've come a long way. Um, I've always been critical not of the not of the of the uh, politicians involved, more of the policies uh, that were involved, and I was critical on a lot of what was going on in, in downtown Quincy. But I think. I think looking back on it, I think there was some really good decisions made on that. Uh, there's a long way to go. There's some a new, there's uh, a lot of uh, decisions to be made coming up uh, with more construction down there and how we want the city to be, be presented and how we want it to function. And uh, I think that's, it's, uh, as far as the taxes go, go you, which was your original question, yeah. uh, I, I think, it, you know, the cost of everything is up. Mm -hmm. Everything everywhere. Taxes are up as well. Uh, and it's not a good thing, and I don't have all the answers for it, but I don't think our taxes are completely out of control. Okay. Do, do you think Ward 4 gets its fair share of city services for the, for the taxes that people pay? I think Brian did a pretty, well, pretty good job in, okay. in, in you know, bringing uh, funds to the, to the ward. I would definitely do the same thing, and uh, I don't know exactly all of what he brought to the ward, but you know, I will do my best to bring as much as I can to okay. it. The way I look at the ward as well, just like I was saying how it's kind of split up into, in a lot of ways, Ward 4 has, is a bit like the haves and the have-nots. You know, there's, a, there's, there's, you can go up to uh, some of the other neighborhoods on the other side of the highway, and they do pretty well. It's a nice, those are nice neighborhoods, there, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I don't take anything wrong from anybody. But there are other people down along the Copeland and Water Street sections who need a little more help and the neighborhoods need a little more attention. And uh, the small businesses down there also need a little hmm. little help and, and more attention as well. And I will definitely be looking to help that community as well. Okay, in terms of more attention, you mean like street uh, upgrades, things yes. of that nature? Okay. Yeah, though, that, that as well. I mean, you can go to some of those back, those back roads right off Water Street and Campbell and, and, uh, and Copeland Street, and they're a wreck. Mm. So, so some of them do need some help. Um, so that's it, it's a focus for sure, and to and to help the the community center there, the South and West Community mm -hmm. Center there. I I think there that's a great vehicle to help that neighborhood as far as the people go. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as you know, you and you want to do as much uh, redeveloping and, and developing and, and building up in that neighborhood as you can without displacing people as well. So you know you don't want to you don't want people to have to leave their the neighborhood that they're raising their kids in and and they're comfortable in sure as well. Um, the MBTA has a big presence in Ward Four as well as the whole yes. city. Yes. Uh, but of course there's the Quincy Adams yes. train station. Uh, then the proposed bus barn right across the street there. Yep. So do you think um, the T is being fair to the city with the services it provides? Uh, I think people have complaints about yep. the T in a lot of different ways. I think. Uh, I support Governor Baker, Baker's policies that, where he was trying to build up, build back the core of the, the T, and it really is necessary. Mm. I mean, you, we can all complain about, you know, how the, the trains aren't running on time. You have issues here and there, but I have worked in the underground in, in the city of Boston and Quincy and all over the place, and I have worked in the underground areas in the T. And they, to say that they're antiquated doesn't cover it. Really, it's it's bad, mm. and it needs it needs a real overhaul from the bones, mm. from the bones out. Not just from how the if the if it's running on time, 
or it needs the core development to be done over. It's the oldest uh, underground subway system in the in the country. Mm -hmm. Probably not. I don't know about the world, but you know, if you do a little bit of traveling and you go to Europe and you see some of the some of the the train stations there, they are incredible. I mean, you can go. I was in Zurich, Switzerland, one time, and. You go, you get off the train, and you go down. There's like three floors of high-end stores. <laughs> Sunday afternoons, people are are going to the stores down there. It's just amazing. And there's we, there's much more we can do. Of course, that's going to take huge capital, mm -hmm. capital to to do it. Um, but just to get the trains running properly, it needs the core basis needs to be. Uh, upgraded for yeah. sure. Do you think the plans for the new garage at the old low site um, are adequate? I, I think so. Okay. I think so. I think it's a great place for the tea as well as to have, it's a much bigger yard than what's down on Hancock mm -hmm. Street. And uh, it will service not just the Quincy community but the South Shore as well with the buses. And uh, I think it's a good, good spot for them. Uh, it's not in a neighborhood where it's on the outside of a residential neighborhood. So it's not like it's in the middle of a neighborhood. You're not in the middle of the of the city. You have access to all the other communities. So I think it's I think it's a pretty good plan. Um, how will you outreach to the constituency, uh, Mr. Lyons, if you are elected? You know, how will you stay in touch with people of Ward Four? Sure. Well, I'll be getting out as much as I can. Uh, I, if I if I'm able to, I'd try to like like to get an office in the ward somewhere where people can come. I'll de definitely develop be developing a, a website. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, you know, electronically, be able to be in touch with everybody. That's probably the easiest way that everybody does it. Uh, everybody's on their phones all day long, mm -hmm. so it's a, easy enough to do that. Uh, but I will definitely be trying to build up my own database as far as uh, the people in Ward Four and try to find out who the leaders are in different in different neighborhoods. See if we can come to some type of uh, where we can have people come together and. Mm -hmm you know, participate in our own survival, participate in, in reaping some of the rewards that we can get from the city, the state, and uh, federal funds. Yeah, that was actually one of the concerns um, of, of uh, local leaders is voter turnout, especially in Ward 4, which, yeah. you know, tends to be on the lower, lower right, end of things. Right. Um, any message to, to folks uh, about that? I'd just say please come out and vote. Yeah. You know, it's a... I, always truly believe that you know that voting isn't people have died for the right to vote in many many places is including our own country and uh, it's a it's a sacred community thing that everybody should participate in you know you can't make anybody do anything but you know I, I it's something that I have always uh, believed heavily in and I will always encourage people. Yeah. To do, that. do you think the city does a good job of reaching out to specifically um, immigrants? You know, new immigrants to the city might be some language barriers. Uh, I think so, yeah. and I think with the, they, they show like on the ballots, they always have the different languages mm -hmm. on there, and as well, I think is you know, I when I was trying to develop my the website, I'm not good at that. I have to try to get people to do it for me. Uh, but I've always wanted I've wanted to uh, to try to get uh, different languages in there as well. I know Quincy has you know, a lot of Chinese, but I know in, in, in Ward 4 there's a lot of Vietnamese, mm -hmm. and uh, I would love to try to get it to, you know, the, translate it into that. But I also find that there's a lot of, a lot of the Vietnamese speak, Viet, speak English very well, and they, they understand it. They've been, it's a lot of them have been here for a long time. This is, it's not like the early 70s or mm. 
early 80s where people are just moving in now. These, some of these people are second generation, third generation people, so. Yeah. Um, Southwest Community School is not that old, right? No, uh, no. O'Rourke Field got a major overhaul. Yep. Um, what other areas in War 4 do you think kind of need to be boosted up? Um, well, there's, I see some smaller parks around. Mm -hmm. There's like the, the one on Bunker Hill Ave, is the old bocce court. Mm. So I was walking, walking down over there, and I remember seeing that young, when I was very young, coming up and visiting my cousins and my grand, grandparents up in this area. And, and I never knew what bocce was. <laughs> I was an Irish-American kid from, from the suburbs. And, uh, and I recently was walking through the neighborhood in there, and I saw the bocce court, and I would love to see that. Just as, you know, try to bring back some tradition. I don't know if it's as heavily as an Italian neighborhood as it used to be. But, you know, it is a historic thing for mm -hmm. Quincy and in that neighborhood. I mean, the, the Irish and the Italians have a, a very, through the quarries and quarry work, have a very uh, storied history in Ward 4. And uh, something I'm proud of from, with my family ancestors and I, speaking with other people in the neighborhood, I know they are as well whether they're Italian or Irish. And uh, you know, bringing some of that stuff back would be great. Okay. Anything else you'd like to let folks know about right now, about uh, yourself or about your campaign? I don't think so. I think you know, just if you could just come out and vote uh, January 17th, and uh, whether you vote for me or you're one of my opponents, I think it's just important to get out and vote and uh, participate. All right. Well, pleasure talking to you. Nice uh, to meet you, Joe. Wish you luck. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And thank you for watching us here at AM Quincy. I'm Joe Catalano. We'll see you next time.